this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we have an icon a living legend one of the first and someone i am a personal fan of the one the only mr jerry springer oh thank you and thank you for calling me mr (laughs) listen this is behind the velvet rope jerry we are very professional here today i guess how are you? Listen, I am so excited for the new season, season three of Judge Jerry. So welcome. I cannot wait to talk all about it. Before we get there, I have to say I am a lawyer, too. You are a lawyer. Let's just put oh. that right out there. Oh, well, then I'll, I'll, I'll do my best so that you don't sue me here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also went to Northwestern. They, you know, they politely declined my application. It is only one of the best law schools oh, in the I, country. I'll talk to them. I'll talk. That's an outrage. That's an outrage. If they took me, they certainly should have taken you. Please put a good word in for me, Jerry. I will. Yeah. But, you know, you practice law for 15 years. You're a former mayor. You know, listen, if anyone is qualified to be a judge on TV, it certainly is you. Well, uh, you're kind to say that. I, um, I, I'm really excited about it. It's the only job I've ever had that I actually was trained for because all these other wonderful jobs I've had in life, I've been very, very lucky, um, were just kind of handed to me. But it wasn't anything, you know, I, I wasn't trained to be in show business. I wasn't uh, trained to be a news uh, a journalist, a news anchor. I, you know, wasn't trained to be a mayor. Uh, all these things just kind of, came together. And uh, now, all of a sudden, the opportunity is, hey, how about doing Judge Jerry? And uh, that was just, you know, at my age, I thought, you know, retirement was my future. And now all of a sudden, 
I've, I've got this great job. I love it. It's a, it's, it keeps my mind going. And is that true? Cause I read that, that, you know, after an unprecedented 27 years, of course, a much deserved retirement that you were planning to retire and NBC said, wait a second, we have other plans. Yeah, they, uh, and of course I was, it took me about 12 seconds to say yes. Um, Sean O'Boyle, who's the uh, head of sales for NBC Universal, uh, he came into the office about, I'd say two or three weeks before my last uh, episode of, uh, of the Jerry Springer show. And he shut the door and he said, hey, uh, how about Judge Jerry? And I went, whoa. And that's how it happened. We quickly did a pilot and uh, the stations bought it. And uh, so here we are into season three, uh, my third year of doing this. And uh, I- I'm, I'm very grateful. You know, at 77, uh, I-, I didn't think I'd be having a job and having one. I just love it. It gives me a real good reason to get up in the morning. And I love studying the cases. It's, uh, it's, re- it's exciting. It's really exciting. Is it so nice? Listen, here I am and I have a law degree, too. Is it nice to be using your law degree at, you know? Well, it's something I haven't used in 30 years. So, uh, yeah, it, it is. And the laws have changed since I went to law school. You know, I went to law school with Lincoln and uh, <laughs> they're all new laws since then. No. Uh, yeah, I graduated in 68. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's there are obvious differences now, but I find the challenge uh, of doing particularly small claims where the issue isn't the amount of the money, uh, but the issues are just as complicated. And the people, in a sense, are more serious about this because when they go to small claims court, they're angry. I mean, why would you, you know, normally you'd say, well, it's just for a couple of bucks. What's the point? So if you bother to go through this whole you know, procedure to go to small claims court to sue for $5,000, this is something very important to you. And uh, the intensity of the dispute, um, I have to treat that seriously. I mean, I can't help making some jokes along the way because that's just what I do. But in the end, I have to treat it, the process and the people with respect, which I'm very happy to do. And uh, that means I have to be serious in how I rule. Do you find yourself using a lot of your skills that you learned on the Jerry Springer show during the 27 years? Because you did just resolve a lot of disputes there, too. Well, yes, but uh, I always viewed whatever, however I handled that, I just thought that was part of being a grown up. In other words, uh, you know, I, I view every case as if it were someone in my family, my kid, my grandson involved in a dispute. How would I have? I mean, I may have to discipline, but I'm going to do it respectfully. I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be mean. And so there are two things you deal with. First, there is what is the moral answer? What, what, what is what is the proper way to, end, to resolve the dispute? And truthfully, most people would reach the same conclusion. You know, what is fair? That's the question I first ask. Then I have to figure out how do I fit in that fairness into the law? Because not all laws are fair. Not, you know, laws are written oftentimes 
by, uh, you know, they're always written by legislators, but they're written by legislators that may have a particular point of view or may have um, uh, particular interests they want to serve, like big business or the oil company or, you know, whatever. And so just because it's a law doesn't necessarily mean it's fair. And so the real challenge for a judge is how do you deal with what is fair and still make that legal? Because those are not necessarily consistent. And that I find the challenge of being a judge. Nothing is more important to me than a good night's sleep. Hey, I worked too hard not to get a good night's sleep. And I found it impossible to find the right sheets until I discovered Bowl and Branch. What I love about Bowl and Branch is that they're 100% organic cotton and they're toxin-free. Also, they get softer with every freaking wash. Bowl and Branch is higher quality sheets at a really affordable price. And I also love that they come in a variety of colors and fit everything from a twin to a California king. Listen, by listening to this podcast, you guys can experience the best sheets you've ever felt. Choose Bowl and Branch. You can try them worry-free for 30 nights with free shipping and returns. And from listening to this podcast, you get an exclusive 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code velvet at bowlandbranch.com that's bowlandbranch b-o-l-l and branch.com promo code velvet use it for 15 percent off and start sleeping better right now what has shocked you more some of the cases that you've seen on the jerry springer show or some of the cases that have come before you on judge jerry um well the end you know the Conventional answer would be, boy, I was shocked by what happened on my show. But once again, I, I think the thing that originally shocked me with the original show uh, was that people would talk about these things on television. I don't think you can be a grown up in today's world and be shocked by anything anymore. Now, you may be, you may be surprised that it happened to someone you know. That is, could be surprising, but there's no, there's nothing that ever happened on our show that isn't already in the Bible, that isn't already in Shakespeare, that isn't already in literature. You know, we've known it all. And, uh, you, you know, those things exist. But uh, the, the shock would come if you knew the person. So I can't ever tell you that, you know, that I was totally shocked. What I was surprised in the early days uh, is that people would talk about these personal things on television. But now, of course, with social media, what were we ever complaining about television for? Why was there ever a big, you know, hoopla about our early TV shows? Oh, my gosh. Did you see what was on? You know, just go to whatever social platform you want to. You know, there is nothing that has ever been on our shows that can't be compared to what the kids are putting out on social media today. I totally agree with that. And to that note, look at all the stuff that goes on on reality TV. I mean, you had hair pulling and questions of paternity and wig pulling and everyone saying everything. I mean, do you consider yourself like one of the pioneers in this reality TV genre that we have today? Oh, how proud I am. No, uh, Well, I tell you what, I've always maintained that um, 
what we call reality TV today is not reality. In other words, the situations are made up uh, for television. Uh, you put people on an island. That's not a natural thing to put strangers together and then you have to vote them off. Or Big Brother, you put them in a house. In other words, you create a situation that is not how they've been living their real lives. Right. Our show was reality because the only difference, whatever you saw, was their real life. They just happened to come on a TV sta- uh, studio, into a TV studio and talk about it. But the situation wasn't created for television. It was what was happening. So that is real. Our show was reality television. Um, but what we call reality shows now, it's just it's unscripted. That would be a more right. accurate reflection. You know, they don't memorize their lines, but the situation is, you know, it, it's, it's not natural. That makes sense. Yes. People are not going to live in a house in Los Angeles and eat slop and play competitions and have no access to the outside world. Yeah. Under normal circumstances. That's true. Do you watch any reality TV? Like, are you a fan of the housewives or the Kardashians or did you watch anything like that? Not, not really. And I don't mean that in a snobby way. It's just, um, that's not what I, when I watch television, it's either sports cable news, because I'm very political, um, or I binge watch some shows, uh, you know, for entertainment, movies, but I, I just, I'm not a, a normal television watcher. Um, you know, I watch very specific things, like if the Yankees are on, I'm watching. Did you binge watch anything recently that you just loved? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Well, I, I, it started with uh, Doc Martin. It, and suits and uh, and I love a lot of these European shows that uh, even use um, subtitles. subtitles and the, the thing with that is you've really got to pay attention like you can't look down and if you're eating in front of the television and, and, and you know and cut your steak because or you know because you'll miss what the line is you can't hear it totally. and uh, yeah so, uh, yeah, Borgen um, is a, a Danish show, uh, which I'm kind of um, really addicted to that. So, yeah, there are a bunch of shows that we watch. Hey, ladies, and I know that's most of you listening right now, and I highly thank you for that. Did you know that Third Love creates high-quality underwear, sleepwear, and loungewear that is also completely comfortable? Their online shopping experience is so much fun. You take their fitting room quiz, which is so detailed that it helps you find the perfect size and style which leads to a more accurate fit. And what I think is great is that Third Love, their cup size ranges from a double A through I, and that includes exclusive half cups. And their loungewear and sleepwear ranges from XS to 3X. By having so many sizes, it's easier for you to find the perfect fit. And their quality is there. They stress and obsess over every stitch. Listen, Third Love knows you deserve to feel comfortable and confident 24-7. So right now they're offering my listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash velvet now to find your perfect fitting bra. And you get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash velvet for 20% off today. Did you ever feel like you said, like it was real life, especially on the Jerry Springer show? Like, did you ever feel that people were there 
for like the wrong reasons, you know, like someone wanted their 15 minutes of fame and like, this is a real, you know, issue they're having, but here they are. They want to get on the Jerry Springer show. Well, nobody does it for fame because they don't even use their real names. So, you know, there's no possibility now in your neighborhood with your friends. Oh, there's no question. This is cool. Let's face it. On the old show, the only reason you'd be on is because you called us. You know, we can't convince you to be, you couldn't convince a person to be on on that show. No way. They would have to desperately want to be on. So they're calling us. And the only way we, our phone number isn't in the phone book. Well, we don't have phone books anymore, but you can't, you know, it's, uh, they would have to memorize the number at the bottom of the screen. So that means whoever called our show was a fan of the show. Right. Right. You you wouldn't say, hey, I'm going on that show. You knew nothing about the show. So you become a fan of it. And, you know, they call and they know the drill. They they see, you know, and their friends watch it. And so, oh, this is cool, man. I'm going on Springer. You know, uh, there's a lot of that. Uh, But they don't come on to be famous because, you know, other than their friends, no one's going to know because, as I said, we don't use their real names. It was a right. I think it was like a rite of passage for certain people. But another rite of passage was the Jerry Jerry chant, which has carried over at times to Judge Jerry. Do you hear this chant in your sleep? And just I mean, does this do you like this chant? It's well, it's not a matter if I like it anymore. It's constant. And the uh, uh, because and I get it. But wherever we go, you know, you walk through an airport and you go as you're walking to your gate, you're passing 25 other gates. And at every gate, people start chanting. So for them, it's only 10 seconds as I walk by. But for me, I'm hearing for like 10 to 15 minutes till I get to the to the gate. The craziest place it ever happened, though, was I'm at a uh, football game. I think it was in Cincinnati, um, the Bengals. Or it may have been the Giants. Yeah, it may have been the Giants. Anyway, I was at a football game. And like every other guy, at some point, I had to go to the men's room. Well, the men's room in these stadiums is like 30 yards long with literally 50 urinals. And in front of every urinal, there are 10 guys, you know, 20 guys lining up. So the play, it's massively crowded. Well, I get spotted there as I'm going to do my business in the urinal. And all of a sudden, 500 guys are chanting, Jerry, Jerry. Well, at my age, I have enough pressure on my own. I don't need to be going to the bathroom with 500 guys chanting, Jerry, Jerry. That was the most uncomfortable place that it's ever been yelled. That might make it a little difficult, right? Yeah. (laughs) Wait till you're 77. (laughs) <laughs> I have hard enough time now at times. So yeah, I, okay. I, I get it. <laughs> well, I mean, I just figured, you know, maybe it was something you hear in your sleep, you know, it's, it's, it's constant, it's constant, but it's always nice. Let's face it. I mean, people are just so friendly and so nice. And of course that, you know, I appreciate that. That's not, it's, it's all nice. You know, what about the current landscape of talk shows? Like, you know, we have like Drew Barrymore and like Wendy Williams and Kelly Clarkson. Do you, have you watched any of these? Do you put your stamp of approval on any of these? Shows? Oh, well, they don't, they don't need my stamp of approval. They're very talented. 
the difference between them and me in terms of talk shows is these are talented people. Uh, I was just a regular guy who, you know, talks to non-famous people. But, you know, you go to Drew Barrymore or, or, Barrymore or um, uh, Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson, Kelly, you know, she's a great singer and you got actresses. And get, so with these shows, these are people that were already talented before they took on a, uh, a talk show. So they bring something to the table with me. I, I was a news anchor um, for 10 years and a, a, a commentator. So it just so happened the show took off and, and I happened to be the guy who was hosting it. So it, it's different. So I would never, even though I'm a judge, I'm not in a position to judge them. They have success on their own and I you know, wish them only the best. That makes sense. What about like, I know, you know, from one podcast host to the next, I've listened to your podcast. Nice. You, are, you are into politics. Like you have something to say. You know, what about now, like you look at like an Ellen, you know, who is now like all the rumors that it was like a toxic work environment and now she's not on the air anymore. Like, do you like what do you think of the cancel culture we live in now? And like, do you ever worry about that? Like with your own stuff? I mean, I I do at times. No, I mean, it's look, when you put yourself out there, when you decide to go into entertainment, when you decide to speak a particular point of view uh, or perform, you are basically saying to the public, either watch me, listen to me, what do you think? No one ever says, do not applaud. Do not say you like what I do. So if you are inviting a public reaction, sometimes the reaction is not going to be good. And that you know, then the choice is don't go into, you know, don't become a performer. Um, and that it's not comfortable. You know, I, my gosh, during the controversial years of my show, uh, there was a ton of that, uh, you know, people complaining, et cetera. I never took it personally because I don't take the Jerry Jerry personally. You know, people are responding to a performance and they're entitled to that performance. If they, if enough of them didn't like it, I wouldn't be doing it. Um, but as long as you have an audience and you enjoy what you're doing and people like what you do, there's no particular reason to stop doing it. You guys know that the only thing I like talking about as much as reality TV and pop culture is skincare. You know how thrilled I get when I find a new skincare product that really works. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about ORG. ORG's skincare's mineral face peel and body exfoliants are amazing and they help bring that glow back. They gently exfoliate and hydrate your skin and only require a few sprays or rubs. What I love is you get immediate satisfaction by seeing the dead skin peel away. Their face peel that I use, it literally, literally makes you feel like you were in a spot getting a professional facial for hours. And I really do love the instant proof. You, the skin, the dead skin peels right away. And that's what I personally love about it. Listen, right now for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners, ORG Skincare is offering 15% off your entire purchase. Skin is common 
complex, but caring for your skin doesn't have to be. Visit orgskincare.com today and use promo code VELVET to see for yourself. That's orgskincare.com, promo code VELVET, and get 15% off your entire purchase. That's a good attitude. I mean, I know a lot of people, especially with social media, go down that hole of reading all the comments. So they should just listen to you and just realize, just separate the two. Yeah. Well, in addition to Judge Jerry and your iconic show, you've done so much. You were in movies, Broadway, game show host. You have a Simpsons character based on you, a country recording artist. But where does Dancing with the Stars fall on the range of things that you are proudest of in your career well or enjoy doing yeah i the the dancing with the stars was turned out to be really fun i would never do it again uh because i realized how difficult it was and what was fun about it is i was totally outside my comfort zone you know it's and i as much as possible tried to turn it into my comfort zone by instead of selling my dancing, which was hopeless, uh, I would tell jokes. And uh, that, in a sense, became because I would keep begging each week, please don't vote for me. You know, at the end of each dance, they go backstage and they get interviewed. Yeah. And they always then at the end, you know, pretend they're making a phone call and they are pointing to the number on the screen, call, call so that I can come back next week. And I would point to the number and like do the cut of my neck, do not vote, please, because I want to go home. Because if you if they voted you for another week, you'd have to go through another week of training for a new dance. After one or two weeks, that was no longer, you know, I was, I was exhausted and uh, it, it, it was a lot of pressure. I mean, if you think about it, 30 million people or whatever are watching you do something you have no skill in doing. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs, joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. 
It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now, with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can, too. I love Crocs' new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette, and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. You know, yeah. at least if you're singing, everybody, even if you can't sing, sings in the shower or whatever. OK, everyone hums a tune. So you can do that and not be totally embarrassed because, you know, half the population can't really sing. So they're just. But when you're but who knows how to dance unless you've really taken dancing seriously? Yeah. And your your body, you know, you're shaking your body, you're doing all kinds of stupid things. And I remember 30 seconds before it was time to go on because this is live and I'm you're backstage and I'm there with Kim Johnson, my partner. And uh, we're getting ready and she's cool as a cucumber. And, and I am just, oh, God, and I'm trying to remember the steps for me. That was the biggest worry. Not I mean, I knew my form wouldn't be good, but who cared? Um, what I was worried about that in the middle of the dance, I would forget the next step. And if you go to someone's wedding or bar mitzvah or whatever, and you, you just get up there and dance, you know, because everyone's dancing, you just shake your body. Or if you do the cha-cha, you do the steps in one direction and the steps in, you just keep repeating this stuff. There's nothing to it. Yeah. But when you do a chore choreographed dance on Dancing with the Stars, it is a minute and a half where no step is repeated. So if all of a sudden you miss a step, how do you catch up? You can't tell the orchestra to stop. It's live music. It's 30 million people watching. So and in and, and one dance, I totally forgot on the uh, Pasadobe. And I just turned it into a disaster. Even my daughter called up that night and said, Dad, it's time to come home. And in a moment of cruelty, they voted me on for another week. It was terrible. She's like, there's 30 million people watching. What are you doing? Yes. Yeah. But at least you were creative and you made up your own experience. Poor Kim had no idea what I was doing. I was just shaking the cape around. And I was making up my own dance. It was pathetic. With a pasta doble, that's like a good, you know, just a good default. Yeah. 
What about, you know, you've met so many people, you know, I mean, you're Jerry Springer throughout your career. Do you ever get starstruck? Are you the type like, or did you, but I mean, I assume you don't anymore. Or do you still get starstruck when you meet someone that you're like a huge fan of? Uh, I guess the only, um, not because I was in politics so long, uh, and I was involved at a reasonably high level that, you know, I've met all the presidents, at least in my lifetime. And, uh, so that, that stuff, uh, and I can't say sports figures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I meet sports figures, cause I'm such a sports fan, um, that, uh, you know, meeting Magic Johnson, or if, if I meet a Yankee, you know, I get all excited about that. Um, but show business, not so much. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't say I get particularly starstruck. What about now that season three is back for Judge Jerry? What can we expect? Like, is season three different than the other two? Like, tell us a little bit yes. about what to expect. Uh, actually, yeah, it, it's different for, well, one reason that we had nothing to do with it, and that's the uh, pandemic. Uh, season three is different simply because in season two, we couldn't have the plaintiff and defendant in the courtroom. So we had to do it remotely. Right. So I was in the courtroom with Najee, my bailiff, in uh, Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut, right outside New York City. But the plaintiff and defendant, they could be in Phoenix, Arizona, in Atlanta, Georgia, And so it was basically trick photography. It looked like they were in the courtroom with me, but they weren't. And because of that delay and whatever, it really, it made it more stilted. And and truthfully, I think like with most of the television shows, people had to adapt to that. It didn't have the spontaneity. Now, the season we're doing now, which you you will start seeing the shows uh, the second week of September, those just starting then, the um, plaintiffs and defendants, everyone is in the courtroom, including the spectators. So now wow. it's back to be- virtually being a live show again. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash velvet robe. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress level is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased and who's not going to judge you or take sides. If there's stuff you can't tell your friends or family, this is the place to do it. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain for it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Behind the Velvet Rope listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. That's B E T T. E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash velvet rope. Betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. And it, it's a lot different. That's one thing that's going to be different. And the other is the parties this year are much crazier. 
They're almost like the parties of my original show, but this time they're coming to court with their problems. So, uh, you know, uh, I had this one suit by a ventriloquist who, she was excellent, but she was suing on behalf of her puppet because the contract said she would be paid, I think it was $500 a performance each night. And she wanted another 500 for the puppet because if she was on a loan, it wouldn't be an act. And uh, what was funny about that lawsuit is she's a ventriloquist. So half the time the puppet was answering me and I was asking serious legal questions that I needed answers to. And so here I was, I'm a grown man and I'm talking to puppets and the defendant and oh, and the uh, defendant, he was arguing with a puppet and <laughs> he's yelling at the puppet. So yeah, it, the, the cases are a little bit crazier than you would see on a uh, normal court show, but it's a court show. My mouth is dropped open. Yes, I wouldn't have expected, you know, that on that note, like does anything, you know, between your original show and now Judge Jerry, does anything shock you? I mean, you've seen it all pretty much, Jerry. Yeah, no, as I said before, nothing. I mean, yeah, I'm surprised. I was surprised that a puppet would file a lawsuit, but um, well, Chiefs filed it on behalf of the puppet, but the puppet was doing the talking. So it was very entertaining and she was really good. Uh, but, you know, it's hard for me to tell her to close your mouth because it's already closed. So I could bang the gavel, but the puppet didn't pay any attention. And then you have to apply that to the law, like you said. So that's well, like a sure. I had, level. Because it was real money involved. I think it was something like five thousand dollars. So, you know. You've had such a long, prosperous career doing so many different things. If someone were to make a, li- a movie about your life, who would you want to play you? What actor? <laughs> well, who would I want is Brad Pitt. Uh, who would I get is Woody Allen. I don't know. Um, no, no one would. I think that would be a career ender for anyone who, uh, you know, who played me. I don't know about that. I think Brad Pitt is, he could, he could pull it off. Oh yeah. The thing is, I never looked like Brad Pitt. (laughs) You know, that's in my dreams, not in, you know, not reality. Well, you know, makeup and all of that, you know, Brad Pitt's a great one. How do you want to be remembered for all the work you've done, like in front of the camera? Uh, I don't particularly want to be. Uh, The only, it's, it's a false vanity to be remembered, you know, unless you want to be remembered by your kids and your grandkids because you were in their life and you hope you set a good example for them and you've taught them things and you, you know, and we've had wonderful moments together. And, you know, I still think of my parents long gone. So that memory is important. Every other thing, in 10 years is forgotten by virtually everybody. You know, I grew up with uh, Jack Benny in terms of, you know, uh, comedians, whatever, Henny Youngman. And you'd say to kids today, who's, they say, who's Jack Benny? Well, and I'm thinking, how can you not know who Jack Benny was? Even Bob Hope is now virtually, you know, not remembered very much at all for a younger generation. Uh, so 
all this thing we build up, like I'm going to, unless you're a president and you're in Mount Rushmore or you won a major war, no one's remembered. Half the kids go to high schools named after someone and they don't have any idea who that person was. You know, kids go to Horace Mann High School. They don't know who Horace Mann was. You know, it's like, so we put all, this is just ego. It's a false ego. I don't need to be remembered just by my family, you know, who is there. If you ask people today, what were the names of your great grandparents? 95% of people have no memory of what their names would be. Not their grandparents, their great grandparents. And what was their maiden name? It's like, so who are we kidding? Yeah. That's such a healthy view of the business. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, not that you need my advice, but let's face it, most people don't have that understanding of fame yeah. and business. People say they want to leave a legacy. You're not, your kids, you're leaving a legacy to. To everyone else. Do good things, but do good things because you're thankful for the life that God gave you. That's why you do good things, not because you want to be remembered. It's like I and I don't want to get on the whole subject, but the idea that people say they do good things so they can go to heaven. That means you're just doing it because you want something back, not because it's the right thing to do. Why should you do good things only because there's a reward at the end? You know, I hope there's a heaven. It'd be nice to get to heaven, but that's not why you do good things. You do good things because it's the right thing to do. That's what you teach your kids. I love that answer. Well, on that note, before we wrap up, Judge Jerry, season three, the first season, which premiered in 2019, was the highest rated court show in the past five years at that point. And Last season still averaged well over a million viewers per show. So I don't think you're retiring anytime soon, Jerry, if the powers that be at yeah. Judge Jerry have anything well, to say I, about I, it. Well, I hope I don't. By the way, I love the name of your show. Behind the be Velvet Rope? Yes, because I never got there. In other words, you know, it used to be <laughs> when I was young, you know, just like today, they have the nightclubs, whatever. And you line up to get in. And until I was well known, I was never the one that got in. You know, they look you over and they say sorry. And then this beautiful woman would walk by and she'd get right to the front of the line. She goes in. Some real hunk of a guy, he goes in. And I'm stuck there waiting an hour and a half to get into a club where no one's going to talk to me. I'm okay now. I just had to get that off my chest. Well, guess what? Here, you're, you're always welcome behind this velvet robe. 
Thank you. And I think if you go to any club now, you know, they might let you in, Jerry. I'm just. Well, now because you're known. I know. That's the part that got me, which isn't fair. You know, it's like if you're just a regular person, you don't get in unless you're drop dead gorgeous. Well, that never was going to work for me. So I was just hoping I would get in, get in because I was next in line. Well, with social media, what it is today, you're probably seeing it's even worse now. Now, you know, anyone could have that 15 minutes of fame. They turn it on themselves and it's a false sense of a lot of things. Right. My grandson told me that I'm big on TikTok now. And I have no idea, but I know I do little skits or whatever or little silly stuff. Uh, you know, that the show asked me to do for social media or whatever. And I do stuff like that and apparently gets a following. But I don't even know how to get on TikTok. TikTok is being big on TikTok is a thing, Jerry. It's, it's a big it thing. Is? Yes. Like if you want to be big on anything right now, at least at least for this week, that's kind of the thing to be big on. Oh, so I should say follow me on TikTok. No. Follow you on TikTok. Follow you on Instagram. Oh, and, and by the way, watch yes. Judge Jerry. Which is, I was, yeah, I was just going to say, and everyone yeah. needs to watch season three of Judge Jerry just for this ventri- ventriloquist alone. Is yes. there anything else you want to leave us with before we wrap up? I thank you for answering all my questions. No, if you, need, if you need a couple of bucks, give me a call. You know, I'll try to send it your way. That is very nice of you. That is very nice of you. I might be taking you up on that at some Okay, point. I bet you will. Okay. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you, Jerry, so much. Have a good day. And everyone watch Judge Jerry. See you later. See you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.